and that was what attracted me to it. Like, <laughs> oh, it's it's a bunch of stale hot dogs on a silver platter. I was yeah. like, this is this is the equivalent of everything our bands ever become. If our band was a food, it would be stale, oh, hot, stale hot dogs on a silver platter. Wow. Yeah. I'm going out. I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up. I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello. Today I'm joined by Tightwire. I'm Noel, the host of Pop Punk and Pizza. And how are you guys today? Just good. Great. Fantastic. Wonderful. We're doing well. That's good. So first off, why don't you say your names and what your roles in the band are, like what instruments you play? Um, nope. <laughs> I'm Parker. I play drums. Uh, my name is also Noel, and I play yeah. guitar and sing. That's awesome. Uh, I, I play, uh, I'm, I'm Paul. I play guitar and sometimes sing. Cool. And my name is Tane, and I sing and play bass guitar. Awesome. And tell us where you guys are from. Minneapolis, Minnesota, generally. Nice. Um, do, do you like the it The Midwest there? as a whole. Yeah. You know, I also yeah. live in the Midwest. <laughs> Actually, I will say this. Um, North Dakota, South Dakota, all that is not considered mm -hmm. the midwest i just learned yeah so i live in south dakota oh really um, what is it considered the the great plains it was okay. super great it's part of the midwest isn't so it? so the line cuts off at like minnesota um illinois iowa like yeah. you guys are are midwest with like Ohio, yeah, and like shit like Wisconsin. that. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, I always thought like the Great Plains was like part of the Midwest. But nope. But no. Nah, we well, don't want them. Get out of here. I learned. I learned <laughs> that from the internet. Um, yeah. You got the internet, internet out there in South Dakota? Yeah, we're still we're still traveling <laughs> by horse and buggy, but we have the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um. So but, the band started uh, out as uh, Paul Kettler's acoustic project in 2015. So how did that evolve into what Tightwire is today? I'll let Parker answer that. Well, Paul, yeah, Paul started it um, doing acoustic, yeah, like you said, acoustic shows at like house punk show, punk house shows, mm -hmm. and uh, and then he had. He had a he had like a rotating cast of people that that joined his band. He called it Drones, and then okay. like when the, la the last two people quit. Uh, he needed he still wanted a band. He still wanted uh, two or three other people, and Tane and I knew him from going to shows. And like um, we were like, I was like, I want to play with you, dude. Like I fucking love your songs. Like I can't believe no one is wanting to play with you right now. And yeah. So I was like, I I want to play drums, dude. Let's do it. And he was like, sick. Like Tane wants to play bass. So and uh, and I think Tane's like band at the time was coming to an end. 
mm-hmm. are close to coming to an end. So, uh, like, yeah. And then that's how, that's how Tight Wire started. We were just a three piece. Cool. So and, uh, yeah. And then like three years ago, Paul quit to, he moved to Wisconsin. He uh, went back to school and uh, decided he didn't want to be in the band anymore. Mm-hmm. So the band was kind of just Tane and I for like, like probably a good year, like just him and I doing stuff. But mm-hmm. then uh, we got Noel and Paul and we've been fucking rocking it ever since. That's awesome. So yeah. did the acoustic project sound anything like Tight Wire does now, in your opinion? Or yeah. has it like evolved a lot? Um. You know, it's kind of always been like Ramon's Corp mm-hmm. um, type stuff, like very four chord pop punk type stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... when when Parker and I started playing with Paul, um, at least me personally, I, I learned a lot about songwriting from Paul. And he he very much followed like the Ramon style of like verse chorus verse chorus mm-hmm. type stuff. Okay. Um, and it 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 taught me a lot about um, simplicity. Yeah. Um. Uh, up until that point, I thought, I thought making yourself a complex songwriter or like doing complex things made you a good songwriter he very much taught me that simplicity is sometimes key yeah um so i i I guess to short answer it yes we we have still followed um the the type of songwriting that Paul started in the band. Okay. Um yeah. And yeah. And, and Paul still like writes with us too. Okay. Like he, he is kind of like the hidden fifth member. Yeah. A lot of like our our latest record is still stuff that like Paul and I wrote together. That's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. And how did you come up with your band name? Well, if the band the band was first when we started with Paul, it was called Drones. Mm-hmm. And then when we got on Red Pier, Toby was like, You you gotta change the name because <laughs> there's this band in like the UK that had like a trademark on it. Oh, okay. And he's like, I don't I don't want to get sued, so you gotta change your name. Yeah. And then, like changing your name was a pretty arduous project. Oh really? Like, we got like yeah, and then like every ba- every name we we thought of like we were just we just hated it or yeah. it had already been taken. And then Tightwire was the one where we were like well we and we hate it the least. <laughs> you hated the least. And to nobody, be fair, else, nobody else I had recommended it, so we just went with it. I recommended a lot of band names. This was before I was in the band. But yeah. I recommended a ton of great band names and they shut them all down and I wasn't really happy with it. 
there's millennial falcon which is sweet oh. uh, uh the wet ones uh <laughs> pants on pants and then uh pants Tom... on pants see exactly also these are all copyrights so anybody listening to this do not try to take or give me money i don't know uh tom petty theft tom wow. petty just died i had a lot of tom petty band names <laughs> we should just um, use the song title names at this point i'm spaghetti <laughs> yeah that's so great i love that wow so like does tightwire mean anything to you specifically or do you just like the way it sounds <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> it doesn't mean anything cool. uh it. you know what I, I i'll take i'll take the credit which also sucks because it's a bad like tightwire is a bad band name it's a bad band name. <laughs> I mean, but fine. I, 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 it, it's maybe possibly a fine band name. <laughs> but I had I, I had a conversation with um, Eric Funk from the greatest band ever, Dillinger Four. Oh. And and he was like, you know what, band names don't really matter. He's like, think of Kiss. Like Yo, Kiss, Kiss is a, awesome though. I love Kiss, that. Kiss, yeah. Kiss is a terrible band name, right? It's but, kind of like simple. Yeah, and um, and so what happened when I presented Tightwire? I was listening to a band called Tilt Wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I was like big into them for like a month, and I was like Tilt Wheel is kind of like a kiss band name like this band fucking rules but like what the fuck does tilt we all mean (laughs) yeah and i was having this challenging time of like coming up with with band names but anything that like sounds cool was already taken oh um and so through listening to tilt wheel for some reason, one morning I woke up and I was like, Tightwire. Yeah. So, so if anything, Tightwire is a tilt wheel sort of like ripoff. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In that regard. <laughs> and that's the Eat true story. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to Tilt Wheel. And I thought of a, a name that sounded really close to Tilt Wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's how we became Tightwire. Cool. Well, that's interesting so to know. <laughs> I guess. I, I just, I always wonder about how bands get their names. I think it's an interesting topic. Uh, but yeah. So what artists or bands inspire or influence you when you're writing songs? Probably Blink-182 the most. Blink-182, Ramones, uh, You Found Glory, uh, Dillinger 4. Yeah, I can hear Blink-182 in your sound. And also like Alkaline Trio, are they a band that inspires you? Oh, I've never written any Tightwire song, so I can't take any credit for it. I just show up and play it, and we sound amazing. You said you didn't hear uh, Blink-182? Yeah. We don't like Blink 182 at all. <laughs> wow, you got a whole shrine there. I love that. <laughs> That's so cool. 
<laughs> dude, dude, okay, all right, Alan. You're, I, I just want you to know you're in my bedroom right now. And okay. this is this is what I wake up to every morning on my ceiling. Wow. <laughs> what is I don't the even middle know one? If I'm showing you this, but yeah, it's, I can see. it's all Blink 182. Okay. Well, it's not all, all Blink 182. Right. What was that center photo? That was like, it looked yeah. like Chris Farley. Like, it was, was that Chris Farley. Uh, actually, Paul sent that to me. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's an artist in uh, Seattle that does like pop okay. art. So it's just Chris Farley from Billy Madison. Anyways, uh, yes, we, we are all massive Blink 182 fans. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Our songwriting That's is awesome. heavily influenced by Chris Farley from Billy Madison. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. As you can see by the picture. Yeah. Uh, so you released your second full-length album, Head Full of Snakes, which is really exciting. Can you tell me why you decided to call it that and what that album is about? Um, we call it that. Uh, Head Full of Snakes was a song that we had written with our previous guitar player, Paul. Mm -hmm. And we just thought it was very fitting um, to kind of what we were already doing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think we thought of like, we had that first cover that was like those... Uh, the two dudes like digging the coffin on the out of the grave, mm -hmm. and but we were like we were like, what if we had the next cover be like they got the dead body on the table and then they're like taking like his head off. Oh, that's what like, it is. The, I was yeah, wondering so the about head, that. So in the head, there's like worms or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but we were like, let's call it Head Full of Snakes because we had that song called Head Full of Snakes, and then. Headful of snakes kind of fit with like the the head of worms there. Yeah. So who did the art for that cover? Our buddy uh Chris Dugan. Okay. He goes by CM Dugan. Cool. He's a fantastic illustrator and artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like those covers. Those are really cool. Thanks, he made sir. some of our uh, t-shirt designs too. Oh nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He does really good work. He's awesome. Nice. And you recently released a music video for Bad Decisions off your new album. What made you uh, want to include wrestlers in your music video? I think you did a really good job with that. And I, I really enjoyed that video. Cool. I'm going to let Paul and Parker answer that. They're the wrestling well, nerds. We're, we're huge wrestling fans, Paul and I. And so when we were talking about uh, an idea for a new video... I was like, we got to do a pro wrestling video, just mm -hmm. a video that includes pro wrestling somehow. And luckily, our, we have a buddy, Eric Cannon, who runs the first pre first wrestling promotion here in Minneapolis. And we're like, okay. hey, man, could we like use your ring to like shoot some stuff? And he's yeah. Like, yeah. Come by before the show and uh, you guys can do stuff. And then like, that's what we did. We just like rounded up some of our friends to like be the crowd or whatever. And then like. And then uh, we got a couple, or like a few of the wrestlers that were wrestling in that show was like star in it. And it was like, mm -hmm. we're like, let's just have us getting bullied by these wrestlers. <laughs> like getting titty twisters and like nuggies and stuff. And like just dumb shit. And yeah. so and we were like, and we did it and it, it looked pretty good. I, I was pretty happy with it. 
Yeah, I really liked it. And super really atomic funny. thunder, uh, super atomic thunder frog, the the, the green frog. Uh, he, was, he was a champ. He like helped us figure out pretty much what okay. we do the whole time. He was awesome. Yeah, nice. he's like kind of he's kind of coaching us through. He's like, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm like, okay. And then yeah, yeah, he's really helpful. Yeah, awesome. that's cool. So I've found that a lot of newer bands are kind of hesitating to write full-length albums because it can be costly. And then on top of that, a lot of people have shorter attention spans. So what are your, like, what is your stance on that? Like, what, how, what do you think of doing full-length albums and people having shorter attention spans? Well, luckily our albums are like fucking 20 minutes. Yeah, so, that is I mean, true. You know, it's, <laughs> it works perfectly for those people because shit, most albums are like you know 45 minutes and ours is like not right you get it done in 18 minutes you're good to go (laughs) yeah i dig doing full lengths like if i find a band that i really like i don't want just five songs like i want more than that you know right yeah yeah plus flipping a seven inch sucks ass on your record player Mm -hmm. i want i want the full thing yeah i still like the long form like album stuff like people wanted to do just like just singles and stuff but i'm like i still like the full length yeah i think weirdly like i love full lengths but i i I appreciate the the short attention span you know as as Mm -hmm. someone who has adhd maybe to the the strongest degree yeah um i really appreciate getting to the point of anything mm-hmm. and so that is why all of our songs are if they're not shorter than 2 minutes they're bordering the 2 minute line yeah um and everything is compact together yeah, uh, it goes song, 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 and I think that's what I appreciated about pop punk mm-hmm. or punk to begin with, is that you don't have to write a three minute right. or four minute song to get yeah. your point across, and you don't have to follow like necessarily any sort of formula. Right, just make it catchy, and yeah. um. And has some yeah. minute-long oh. guitar solo and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I, I, I want to only release full lengths, but I don't want them to be very long. Yeah, that yeah. Makes I don't sense. think an EP would work for our band. That would just be like one full song, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, an EP would be unnecessary <laughs> because it would be the like fastest EP ever. It would be Four like five songs minutes, five that are each a minute long. Right. And we should do that just to be obnoxious. Each song's like 30 <laughs> yeah. seconds. I was going to see how yeah. small they can make vinyls. Like, can we do like a five inch, <laughs> or like a four inch? Four inch. <laughs> Maybe a one a inch. One inch. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's our new single. That'd be hilarious. Maybe we can Half make the mini CDs they thing. tried doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A vinyl single, for, a vinyl single for a thirty <laughs> song. Have a dude. Our, our our record is the size of a CD. Do you remember <laughs> really? that you get it like on the bottom oh, of your cup at McDonald's? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Let's go talk about that. I think I got one stuck in my car once in high school. Right. Oh, really? Noel, you're 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 
giving us ideas that are great. To the, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm full population. of shit. I'm full of good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mini LP idea. I'm gonna fucking write it tonight. Yeah. Because I've that... never read a Tywire song, so it's it's time. You know, we we just stayed we just stayed at a recording art or a, a recording engineer's house. I'd say he, he is like, a recording. I would artist. love if you guys came back and recorded. So maybe this is our calling. I think <laughs> like... all, all, all signs point to going back to Luke's house. And then we're, like, yeah. Yeah. we're recording a five minute EP, and it's going to be on a five minute vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. All right, we'll give you a hundred dollars. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Just hit record. Yeah. <laughs> we're not tracking. We're not mixing. We're not doing anything. We're just fucking playing. That's it. Just yep. playing it. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, so, is there a specific message you hope people get from listening to this album, or like, what do you hope they get out of it? Same. <laughs> um... <laughs> My. Shut up, Parker. This is serious. No, no, I know. I'm just, I'm, wait, I'm in, waiting in anticipation. This, this, this is Parker. This is real shit. <laughs> oh, it is, it is. suffered <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, I haven't wrote a song about it. <laughs> the the entire record was written um, purely out of like suffering from addiction, which okay. I, I I I'm still currently battling, um, and the way the songs are set up are kind of like digging into that pit and then trying to come out of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I guess the overall message is, um. Keep trying. I don't know. Addiction's a motherfucker. It's it's tough. And um, if if you truly mean well and you want to get out of it, don't stop trying. And um, be okay with admitting you're wrong. Mm-hmm. when you when you are in fact wrong yeah i think that's a very good message to have i think it's important that songs have like good messages in my opinion um i mean they don't always have to sometimes they can just be you know like fun to dance around to but you know i, I think it's better when they do have a good message so i like that um yeah. so do you have a favorite song on head full of snakes no. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're all terrible. Do you have a least favorite song? All so bad. I love the intro uh, to bad things. It's just super yeah. fast and bouncy. Um yeah. I'm impatient with slow songs, so that just being like I'm all about it. Yeah, I love fast uh, songs. I I'm like really partial to and we never play it live. Uh, but I really like the last track on it, All Alone on Christmas. Okay. I think it's a really fucking good song, but mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know if anyone else really gives a shit about it, but that's probably my thing. <laughs> well, here I'll, I'll, I'll Noel, I'll give you a, a a heard it here first. I wrote that the last track all alone on Christmas, uh, almost immediately after Paul Kettler quit the band. Okay. And that's yeah. that's interesting. Me being really sad about Paul Kettler leaving. He he quit. Really? He quit during he quit during Christmas break. He called Tane and I during Christmas break. So oh, mm-hmm. harsh man. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was tough. It was tough. I remember yeah. the exact moment I was playing uh, Doom Eternal. Oh <laughs> really? My, my brother uh... loves that game. <laughs> <laughs> I you know what? I don't love that game because it's fucking super fucking hard. (laughs) And I was uh, like I was already pissed off, like screaming at my TV, and then (laughs) I call and get that fucking news. Yeah. I could see that. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. You know what I think? You know what I think? Hold on, I gotta gotta get dark hair. I'm glad he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) The evil lighting. Well, yeah, if it weren't for, for Paul quitting the band, we wouldn't have Paul 2.0 and myself. So, that is true. That is true. Fire wouldn't have gone anywhere without us, oh. really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why yeah. it's also a great song. It's just about, you know, Paul leaving. You know, we got two better members. That's, that's what a great song. <laughs> yeah. It took it, two it, people it, to Paul Kettler's listening to this right now. We're glad you quit. Glad. <laughs> oh, Look wow. at us now. Yeah, Look at us now. Asshole. We're we're all together. Yeah. When did we ever do this, Paul? Ke- I I I can't do that. Paul <laughs> Kettler's still a homie. We love him a lot. Yeah, yeah that's guy. good. But, uh, well, we have like a little bit less than five minutes left, so I'm gonna try to get through as many of these questions as I can. <laughs> Because uh, I only have the free version of Zoom. So, <laughs> ah. um, have there been any weird or funny things that have happened at shows or when you're on the road or anything like that? Weird or funny? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I yeah, both there, yeah, yes, there has been. on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gets very hurt every single tour we do. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Why <laughs> right. do you guys answer this? Because every answer I'm coming up with is embarrassing for me only. So it's weird because that's, that's that's what I'm coming up with too. <laughs> All right. Well, somebody else tell my story. So I don't want to fucking talk about it. Oh man. Yeah. God. Well, I, I I had a. Strap. I mean, embarrassing uh, stories are good. <laughs> I want to hear them. Okay. All right. All right. I threw up all over myself <laughs> in Chicago, <laughs> and uh, that's all. That's the only thing I want to reveal okay. about the story <laughs> is that I threw up on myself in front of a lot of people. Okay, <laughs> it was it was kind of funny. Yeah, it's it was... yeah, it's yeah. Funny for you guys. What the hell have you done on tour? It's <laughs> more memorable than you throwing up on yourself. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure you guys remember a lot more than I do. 
I'm just trying to think of like I'm trying to think of something really weird, but there was a uh, time uh like I tried to pick a fight with a teenage bottle rocket in California. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like there's just some really? like some like just like kind of like white trash dude was like leaving the bar and then just got all like pissed off and like tried to start a fight with uh with Ray from Teenage Bottle Rocket. That was pretty funny. Oh. <laughs> cool, because it, it was like it was like us, Teenage Bottle Rocket, and Last Gang. And this guy yeah. just like shoves him and like wants to start a fight. And then there's just like 17 like tatted punk rockers just surrounding him. And his wife's like, <laughs> his wife's like, Bill, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is a Bill. problem with Bill. <laughs> That's always funny. a fucking Bill. It's always a Bill. <laughs> Those Bills. I ate a lot of ice cream. That's always memorable. Try to find an ice cream place like every single day. Yeah. Like... That's cool. You know, the, the, last, the one show we played in, oh, the last show we played in Omaha, I just thought it was funny. Like, Payne brought like a huge plate of hot dogs onto the stage. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with these, but I'm going to do something. <laughs> and then we were just kind of like tossing them, tossing them out to the crowd and stuff. And, Oh yeah, well, they were—they're the, the worst hot dogs disgusting. ever. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were disgusting. Bad. Like I would imagine hot dogs. <laughs> they were about to be thrown in the dumpster, and then Tane went outside. He's like, "Can you throw them away?" They're like, "Yeah." They're like old and shitty. He's like, "Can I? I'm, I'm going to take them." Okay. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They—they they, they were like literally throwing them in the trash, and I was like, "I want these. <laughs> I, I want your them. old hot dogs." <laughs> they just ended them. up punting them. I need them. Like, we're like punt kicking them out to the crowd and stuff. Like it's pretty funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so well, random. The best part the best part about it is like they were throwing them them away like on a silver platter. <laughs> and that was what attracted me to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's a bunch of stale hot dogs on a silver platter. I was yeah. like, this is this is the equivalent of everything our bands ever become. If our band was a food, it would be stale hot, stale hot dogs on a silver platter. Wow. Yeah. Hi, guys. This is Noelle. So this is where our Zoom got cut off because I only have the free version of Zoom, which only lets me record for 40 minutes. So we had to rejoin the Zoom meeting, but unfortunately, Tane couldn't rejoin us. So in case you're wondering why he's not there for the rest of the interview, that's why. But I hope you're enjoying this interview so far. And if you'd like to support this podcast, please go to our donor box at the link in the description. Any amount is greatly appreciated, and it'll go towards better lighting equipment, better sound equipment, better editing software, things like that. And yeah, back to the interview. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> we made it. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah. Without Tane. Yeah. yeah. Sadly, he couldn't come back. <laughs> kicked him out um, of the band. He's done now. Yeah. It's not, it's not so sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, if you could collaborate with any artist or band, who would you choose? Blink-182. I oh, figured. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think that's, that's uh, uh, that'd be like top tier. Wait, like living or dead? It could be either one. Wesley Willis, 100%. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer, too. Yeah, Wesley Willis, for sure. Yeah. What is your favorite song to play live? Um, I think, yeah, mm. probably, probably. Most Machine's awesome. 
Which one? Machine is fun. Tongue machine. Tongue machine is fun. That one's super fun. I got a sweet little solo in that. Nice. Yeah. I think I honestly, I think my new favorite is Bad Decisions. Yeah, that one's uh, yeah. I'm having fun that with cool. all of them. That's yeah, good. Like that. Which is like, like I didn't write any of these songs, so showing up and playing these shows is kind of like playing Guitar Hero for me. Yeah. Which I love. So just like playing any of these songs, like I'm just having a blast with it. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, and I think like Bad Decisions, there's like, I think it's probably just because it has like the most parts of any of our songs. And like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. probably like the busiest in that song that I've ever been. Okay, that makes sense. As a drummer, so I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Hell yeah. What do you like, Paul? Uh, probably, you know what? I really like Hidden Planet. I know that's the old record, but <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a jam. It's a, it's a jam. Sure. It's a banger. Awesome. And you released your new album on Red Scare Industries. And I know they've done albums with the Menzingers, Teenage Bottle Rocket, Sludgeworth, and the Bull Weevils, who I mentioned that I interviewed. Um, how has it been working with that label so far? Toby's rad. I love that dude. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's helped us out a lot. Uh, we probably wouldn't have, I mean, he's helped us out with pretty much most of the tours that we've done. And Yeah, uh, he does a lot for us. Like, I've worked with a handful of different record labels, and not a lot of people do stuff for you. They're just kind of like, here's your record, you're on your own. But yeah. Toby's been, like, a great support system and kind of being like, here's what you got to do. Yeah. So he's, yeah, Toby's red. That's cool. That's good yeah. to hear. And are there any songs that you'd really like to cover in the future? Ooh. Maybe Ball with the Ball. I've determined Kid Rock is my arch nemesis. Uh, <laughs> I felt that way a long time, even before he was shooting beer cans. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a plan, but I can't talk about it on uh the air because it's legal but i never really think about covering songs like really i don't know yeah. i'd want to co- cover something like really weird if we do like some Jimmy okay Buffett. yeah oh yeah yeah margaritaville that'd be a great one <laughs> yeah. should have thrown that yeah, one on yeah. like the, the tail end of this album <laughs> yeah i'll do it <laughs> yeah i never think about like covering stuff a lot either because it's not like it's not like something i focus on i'm never like let's okay. cover it like i just I always want to play like original stuff because that's yeah you know that's how you, that's I don't know that's how you be a band you know I got yeah I feel that but yeah. like I don't know uh yeah I yeah I don't ever I don't know I don't ever think about that like I just don't like I don't know yeah maybe that's something we need to do though because that's how a lot of bands mm-hmm. get famous they cover that's like true. that one like, Michael Jackson song yeah like, alien, or like pop. unexpected songs Blow up. Yeah, I always thought that was, I always they, thought, the alien ant farm method. I know. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, I always thought that was like kind of lame. Like I, I like the Atari. <laughs> like they got they got fucking yeah. that Don McLean song. Mm-hmm. I was like fucking boys of summer. Come on, and yeah. then like, <laughs> and then they don't play it live. And do they, well, they never don't. play it live? I well at least like the the one time my other band played with them, I was sitting there, I'm like, oh, dude, here it comes, here it comes. It's like the last one. And then they didn't play it. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really weird. That's disappointing. But, yeah. 
but, but that's okay. They don't they don't need to play that fucking song. But it's just yeah, so funny. It's that like so that, overplayed. That's how they got sing song. I don't think it's I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, everyone has different opinions on it, but yeah. So since this is a pop punk and pizza podcast, I wanted to ask, what's your favorite kind of pizza? I know you were just eating pizza earlier, Paul. Eating... Why well, I had I had a stuffed crust uh from Pizza Hut. Although you know what? Okay. I ordered I ordered delivery and they had DoorDash deliver it. Oh, uh, oh. I'm I'm yeah. as a as a delivery driver myself, <laughs> not please. Yeah. Why would they have DoorDash? I mean they're Pizza Hut. Yeah. Pizza they've been having staff shortages a lot though since the pandemic. Mm. Like, I think they've just resorted to like all the third party people and shit. But the like, last pizza I ordered DoorDash was delivering that I like I didn't realize they were going through that service. And the guy showed up without my pizza. He like brought what? the drink that I ordered, but it was the wrong That happened to me drink. like two weeks ago <laughs> too. That's crazy. He was just like, here's your drink that's not correct, and you don't have a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I DoorDashed him out and do, and that was it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I love Hawaiian pizza though. I'm gonna say that's my favorite. Oh, really? Like I always go for like just the meat lovers, like pepperoni sausage, mushrooms, all that shit. But like if I'm gonna treat myself, I'm gonna go Hawaiian because I love it. Mm. Yeah, I don't uh, really like Hawaiian <laughs> that much. I mean it's okay, but I I wouldn't eat a whole pizza of Hawaiian pizza. I love it. I, I would honestly say, like the Paul got that stuffed crust. Seriously, like a stuffed crust supreme from Pizza Hut is the fucking shit. And I yeah, like stuffed crust sounds really good. I honestly, I don't know why every pizza isn't stuffed crust now. Like it we, they, they perfect <laughs> honestly, it. yeah. We gonna drive a car without wheels. Like, <laughs> put the cheese in the crust. It's not that complicated. Yeah, I agree. You don't no, have to order it. To be doing it by now, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's just the best kind of crust. But you just be like, what is America? You can put anything on the pizza. It doesn't matter. Just fucking put stuff. <laughs> just make sure it's stuffed with cheese. <laughs> It makes yeah. everything better. Yeah. Always. Yeah. A little hot and... sauce, a little ranch. Yeah. Mm, I don't like ranch you... on pizza. <laughs> oh, Controversial. Man. Yeah. I've heard so that bad. that's like a Pennsylvania thing. Uh ranch on that's... pizza? Yeah. To me, I, mean, I feel like it's a universal thing. Like I feel like everyone it's like that it's mm, definitely a Midwest. Not everyone thing. likes it. I don't I think know. It's like, a, it's like a bad pizza thing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah what can I do to spice this up a little bit? Ranch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My girlfriend's from Mexico and she just like puts ketchup all over. Oh her yeah. Mm. That's like a thing they oh. do. Oh my god, that's fucking gross. That's just uh, not that bad. I tried it. I even like she wasn't looking, was super high, and I like squirted a whole bunch of sriracha on it. And then, oh no. Oh. And that was really good, surprisingly. Sriracha good, but like I'm not a fan. I'm not a really big fan of ketchup. So like putting that on pizza, like fucking. I mean, it already has so tomato gross. sauce. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just, if you're just adding shittier, it's just gonna ruin sauce. it. <laughs> yeah. More sugary, shittier tomato crap on yeah, it. No. Okay. More sugar. Needs <laughs> <Use> more sugar. <laughs> and when is your next show? uh looks like it's september 6th here in iowa city iowa at uh a bar called gabe's cool hell yeah and then we're hitting tour with uh teenage bottle rocket for the east coast nice. starting on the 8th i think the starting on the 8th in toledo 
Toledo. Going now up and down the East Coast there. That's exciting. Yeah. Then we're gonna get some real pizza out there in New York. Yes, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> real pizza Domino's. <laughs> I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do a travel blog of me just eating Domino's in every state that's famous. You should. <laughs> I bet people would watch that. <laughs> I had that after garlic uh, knots in this city were like just a, a tad better than the ones in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. The first time I toured Europe, we played in Paris, and I was so excited to eat like French food I've never had before. But it happened to be a Sunday and a holiday, and nothing was open but fucking Domino's. Oh, really? I was so disappointed. <laughs> wow. They're, they're, yeah. they're trusty. They're trusty. Yeah. That's, and we were only in, in France for one day, and it's like, I'm eating fucking pizza? Domino's. Domino's? Wow. That's the worst. <laughs> like, that's so disappointing. It was very I would have said fuck it at that point. Like, whatever. I think, I got, I, think yeah. I got Domino's the first time I went to Chicago, too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. How yeah. was the how was the Domino's in France? Was it was it good? It was awesome, yeah. and they had like little uh, personal sized things of Ben and Jerry's with it. Ooh! So, I really? mean, it was great. But was there anything cool. like crazy? Was there anything crazy different about it that that was that it was like? No, nah, it's just the basic like pepperoni pizza. Yeah. What are they, what are they called Domino's in France? Lay Domino's. Lay <laughs> Domino's. <laughs> that, that checks Domino's. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And where can our listeners find your music? On all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Amazon, Apple. I don't uh, think we're on Tidal. I looked it up the not. other day. Yeah, I guess not on Tidal. Honestly, I don't know who uses Tidal anyway. <laughs> just Paul. Yeah, what if, the if fuck you want, I, I don't have it. It just came up on my TV. I was like, oh, are we on there? And we weren't. Oh well, well, <laughs> well, fuck title. So clearly, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, oh, uh, we're not on it. Who cares? Maybe we'll be on title someday. I don't know. Yeah, but then we're. I mean, also, you can like buy the music on Bandcamp and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. vinyl and vinyl and CDs from Red Scare, I think. Yeah, I think there's links on the Bandcamp. Yeah. To get vinyl and stuff. Ah, don't go to Red Scare. Come to some to Tight Wire website and buy it just well, from us yeah Fucking Toby. But, but i think well oh no oh stupid rad stupid rad is the one that's selling merch yeah super rad's got a bunch of merch and cool shit okay yeah. cool oh, yeah, well, be sure to check out head full of snakes out now it's super awesome and yeah, you should listen to it <laughs> yeah, from, well, yeah is there any club. Is there anything else you'd like to plug or mention before we go, like social media or anything like that? Um, um just Google us. Go find us on Facebook, Instagram. Tane's got a weird uh, TikTok account that none of us are involved in. It's just him. Okay. Uh, just yeah. just follow us. Cool. Uh, I'm I'm on an app called Poop Maps. Um, <laughs> what? And you can. Well, essentially, you know, you travel all around the, the country and you can like rate bathrooms in places. It's really oh, nice to know what you're getting really into. You know? That sounds kind of fun for tour. Yeah, poop map. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I did on our, our West Coast tour uh, a couple years ago. Um, can we start yeah. a group chat on there? Yeah, um, I can't remember what my name is. Oh, my follow me on poop map. My name is Butts McKenzie. <laughs> wow. 
Hell yeah. Perfect. I've never heard of that before. But that is Thought interesting. It <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a great site now that, that you know. So yeah. yeah. I got a, I you know, I got a few bathrooms I've re- reviewed on here and you know, uh <laughs> really let's see. Um oh uh here it was, it was what's, in Ventura. What's the best one? Ventura, California. It was a venue. I had an incredibly clean bathroom. I said, very clean bathroom. I took the biggest poop of my life. California burritos are next level. <laughs> wow. They are next level, too. California yeah. And on yeah. that note, I think we'll, we'll end the interview here. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much, guys, for coming on and talking with me today. I really appreciate it. Hell yeah. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah, this yeah. was a lot of fun. Thank you. Bye, fun. guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.